This is Vote for the Music, the Eurovision podcast. Hello and welcome back to Vote for the Music, the Eurovision podcast. I'm Benjamin Windybank. And I'm Tadeusz Kitswak. And today we've got a whole bunch of news for you from Albania, Malta, Slovenia, Lithuania and Sweden. As well as some junior Eurovision news from Malta, Georgia, North Macedonia, Estonia, United Kingdom and Ireland. So with all that being said, I think we're good to go. This is to music first, always. We are unstoppable. Open the frontiers to make people meet people. Music is not fireworks. Music is feeling. You're good to go. So our first story this week is national final news once again as Festivali Kengas, which is Albania's national final, also known as FIC, which usually takes place in the run-up to Christmas or just after Christmas, has had its dates announced. And it's an extra day to what we're used to. It is four nights in a row from the 19th of December to the 22nd of December. Yes, another edition of Albanian longer running and fairly well-established festival is coming for us where we're going to see an Albanian representative for the upcoming Eurovision 2024. As previously announced, the winner of the festival will once again go to Eurovision. However, this time the winner will be picked by both jury and Terebo. So we have the full rundown of all the contestants taking part in Festival Ikengas, um, and there's a few familiar names there. So competing are Vesa Krasniki, Essenziala, Eldis Argente, Nerj Kulchim, Elzarila with Mars, Arena and the Elementals, Jeten Nasharj, Yasmina Hako with T, Genhora Ponari with Evol, Olympia Smiley with Asai, Sergej Hajani with Iwagan, Pad Deda with Smunte Pitoi Pati. Tridocci with Near Ender, Martina Sereki with Vetemte, Big Basta and Vesaluma with Mibin and Charlie, Festina Mazzini with Melos, Malret Kokuri with Semendol, Michela Paluca with Perveten, Santino de Bartolo with Dua Terremiti, Stevie Usher with Ascush City, Plensa Suaj with Picatore, Casey Tola with Valezoi Medriten, Castro Zizzo with 2073, Andy Tanko with Herl Parker, Angel Kavachi with Nani, Alci Paco with Zliobu, Bessa Kokatima with Zemren Nadori, Bloody Caso with Chdog Giemam Braoi, Melziaj Makaku with Nuk Jemine, Olsi Barita with Une, Troy Band with Horizonte e Andrade, Samantha Caravello with Nmaia, Luan Demishi with Peristecha, and Sadi Stuga with Boshatisul. So obviously the name which leaps out to us out of all of them is Elsa Lea Mars, because Elsa Lea has won Festival of Kengas three times and has never gone to Eurovision, but she won most recently last year when... Festival Kengas did not send this winner to the Eurovision Song Contest. Instead, the Televote winner went. So, do you think this might finally be her year? It might be, it might be not. It is interesting to see what the Televote will say, as so far the jury has gave her their wins. 
Or maybe we're going to see Casey Toras return to Eurovision after 13 years. It's been a long time since her last participation and through this time she has been most, uh, mostly inactive on Albanian stage. However, from what I've heard, she still remains quite popular. From Albania we move to Malta, well then... National selections are also starting in form of Malta Eurovision Song Contest. This will feature 36 acts with songs being released 9 per week, starting from the 27th of October. Yes, we don't have to wait long, just next week we will start hearing the first national final songs from Malta. There'll be 36 in total, so there's quite a lot to get through. So let's have a look at who we've got Kyle George with Arrows. Matt Black, Banana. Dan with Barracks. Christian Ardling, Belus. Miguel Bonello with Better of Alone. Dominic Cini with Luisa. Tia Aquilina with Bloodstream. Karen Duff with Breaking Bad. Lisa Gotti with Beth. Oxygen with Cloudmaker. Mark Anthony Bartolo with Condition or Friction. Sopranic with Empire. Marie Claire with Fading. Maura Starface with Feather Flight. Lindsay Pace with Fireproof. Cosette Bolgenicha with Freefall. Nathan with Ghost. Mark Potelli with Just Be. Ryan Healy with Karma. Michaela Gaylor with Let's Talk About Love. Sarah Boniki with Loop. Janville with Man. Denise Meltieka with Mara. Martina Kutia with Miles Away. Kurt Kalea with Is Understood. Maria Christina with Moving On. Stefan Galea with Number. Franklin Kalea with Puppet. Elba with Sirena. Jessica Mikalev with Tarja Trin. Heidi Atopardi with Tell Me That It's Over. Elena Gomez Blanco with There's Only Flowers. Greta Tud with Topic or Blah Blah. Marina Conte with Venom. Desiree Gregg with Watch Me. And Gail Attard with Wildcard. So there's quite a lot there, quite a lot of people, and we're going to be hearing them very, very soon. So we've got a few returning artists there from Eurovision in the past, including Moira Strapface, and she participated with Chris as part of Chris and Moira in 1994 for Malta, and she's coming back as another attempt to try and get back 30 years later. Kurt Kalea, behind uh, This Is The Night from 2012, also returns to compete, as well as Ela- Ayana Gomez-Blanco with on the, the, the Junior Eurovision stage in Grivice in 2019 with We Are More, and also competed in last year's Mask. Dearly favorite, according to certain observers of Malta's music scene, is however known of them, but the band Oxygen, which is set to have a promising style of music, will see if they prove true to that promise. So after their first internal selection after a decade, Slovenia are going back to a national final next year, but it's not EMA, which has been their long-standing national final since the 1990s, no. They've got a brand new national final, Misia Mamo, which will be airing in January 2024, so not very long away. Yep, and this time Slovenia decides to go with quality over quantity, as despite being a national final, it is set to feature just a few artists, probably four of them. Yes, so it's going to be a very tight race in Slovenia, hopefully 
They'll be looking for getting big name artists there again in Slovenia and getting another qualification to the grand final. Another country hoping definitely for qualification for the grand final and maybe more is Lithuania, who also decided to make some changes to their national final format. Yes, they, like Slovenia, have renamed their national final. It is now Eurovisia.lt, which is essentially going to be very similar to their last national final format, except the in-studio drawings are going to be taken away and it's got a new name. But overall, it's going to be quite similar, whereas in Slovenia, it's going to be quite different. Well, the previous Lithuanian selection, Pat Bandomis Nauio, has presented us with some very memorable and liked acts. A general level of the pre-selections has been criticized and found, and found disappointing by many Eurovision fans, especially on a technical level. Hopefully, with a change on the title, we're also going to see the improvement on the technical side of Lithuanian attempts. Yes, um, it seems like the national final was introduced in 2020 with sort of quite a um, sarcastic name, which was translated to Let's Try Again. So, so we know we did bad last year, but let's try again, see if we can finally get something good. And it seems after a few years of fairly good results, They've gone, actually, we don't need that name anymore. We don't need something which puts us down quite a bit. We can have something a bit more, yes, generic, a bit more basic. It's just Eurovision in Lithuanian and then .lt. Indeed. We hope that at Lithuania will surprise us in all the best ways with the new and revamped national final. So if you're planning to go to Melody Festival, that's Sweden's national final, next year, Tickets are on sale on the 6th of November via Live Nation, who are conducting the tour. You can buy tickets for any of the six live shows, as well as essentially family shows and jewelry shows the afternoon before and the night before to see earlier versions of that if you still want to watch it on TV or if you can't make the live shows. But availability usually is quite high if you go on the 6th of November onto the Live Nation website. If you are also planning to go to the Eurovision Song Contest 2024 in Malmo, there is a show. Heat 1 is in Malmo, so if you want to do a dry run at the Eurovision Song Contest, if you want to have a look what Malmo Arena is like, have a look what the accommodation is like that you might be staying in, if you want to just get the whole experience a few months beforehand, then you can buy tickets on the 6th of November to go to Heat 1 in Malmo. Now, we're moving to Junior Eurovision, which is in full swing, with uh, more and more songs at least. In fact, we are just two and perhaps one song away from the full roster for this year. So let's uh, go one by one through all the songs that have been revealed to us during this past week. The first we're going to talk about today is Moltan Entry, Stronger, performed by Yulan Lowe. This is a song that attempted to be a, a thunderous winner, making quite an impression and falls flat on its face completely. The reason for that is just to save composition. This is a very upbeat ballad that tries to be cute and, be, and building somewhat uplifting. However, 
We've heard this music a hundred times before. It's no longer anything special. And now it just comes off as annoying, uh, if anything else. And that anything else is most likely to be boring. Let's just say, you don't know, I think she's very good. I think she has a very good voice. I think she sells it very well in the video. However, the song itself, I do think, lets it down. It's unfortunately incredibly generic and really doesn't do anything special in any way at all. It's just a fairly stock ballad and I don't see this doing any better than bottom five at the Junior Ocean Song Contest. It might once again deliver Malta a last place. So sorry to you, Lanlo, but I have to award this song a, a very disappointed 5 out of 10. I would actually be slightly harsher, and I would go for 3.5 out of 10. I'm really not impressed by this at all. It's the most generic, basic stock song I think you can possibly get. I really don't see this doing very well at all. So the next song we've had released this week is George's song, which is Over the Sky by Anastasia and Renina. I think this is probably good. I just really don't connect with it. I think it's got very strong vocalists, probably very strongly performed, and it would probably be very strongly staged. It's just not the sort of song for me, and I don't find anything particularly special. I would give this a 5 out of 10. Jane Junior Eurovision remains Jane Junior Eurovision. Divisive, but with a distinct identity. This is probably not their strongest attempt, but it's good enough not to hurt that reputation. As for my score, I do still think that this is a bit of a letdown on, on their side and too generic of the songs. I score will be a bit harsh and it's going to be a 5.75 out of 10. The next song we're going to discuss is North Macedonia Entry. Kazimi Kazimi Koi, performed by Tamara Gujeska. Well, this is certainly good. I think it could get lost in a sea of ballads, possibly. I think the ethnic stuff is strong. And it's a strong, memorable part of it. But I do think the actual composition, the actual melody does lack um, a memorable hook that, yes, the um, instrumental does provide. But I think in the actual melody itself, there does need to be something a bit more for this to go all the way. Tamara and the whole team at North Macedonia, thank you for all this entry. You're all very talented. I'm really happy that uh, you gave me something like this. This is not the kind of music I usually enjoy, but you managed to get get through my glass ceiling and uh, give me something I can really appreciate. However, this is at the end of the day, just an okay song. And it gets for me an okay song of 6 out of 10. And I would give this a 5.5 out of 10. It's good, just not great for me. 
Our next country is Estonia and their junior Eurovision entry. Hoyame Kokku, performed by Alana. I think this is fine, it's good, it's an average, decent ballad. I don't think it's particularly generic like some of the other ones, I just think it's average. So I would give this a 5.75 out of 10, and I do hope this can get a good result, because I would like to encourage Estonia to stay at the contest. But I think it's probably going to come bottom 5. I've learned to respect Estonia for being Estonia, however I... Also, despite whenever Estonia f- fails to develop on what being Estonia means. And while it's probably a lot of pressure to put a junior Eurovision entry, this doesn't bring much to the table in this uh, regard. I like the Estonian vibe they brought. Unfortunately, for now, they haven't brought much else. And so, all I can give Estonian entry is 5.5 out of the um. It's a solid start, however it is not a start that will be remembered for anything else than just it. The beginning of the road. Hopefully the road leads them something much better. So the final song that has been released this week is the United Kingdom's entry Back to Life by Stand Unique. So much is the British interpretation of girl groups. So much is 2010 version of girl groups. Um, so lots of inspiration here from groups like Little Mix, I think, um, but done with. The song was written by one of the composers of Lose My Head last year, alongside two composers who have quite a good resume of songs, hit songs they have written for popular artists. This is a song very clearly different in both tone and overall quality from ma- much of the competition. On the other, in its own category, it ended up, up underdoing a bit. So I think the f- a first call is still a 6 out of 10. It is a song that stands out from the count, but it is a song that could have been much better if, if the composer just ended up more competent. However, considering the overall quality of the contest, it is easily one of my favourites, currently going at the second place. So I'm very hopeful and yeah, I would give this a good solid 7 out of 10, I really like it. With all entries covered, let's talk about Irish entry, which has not yet been released. We have now got more news coming ab- about it in the form of uh, the songwriters of the entry being revealed. Yes, the Irish entry, Ashling. The songwriters are Niall Mooney, Kemi Q, Will Weeks, Neve Mooney, and Sophie Lennon. The last name is probably the most surprising here. Now, I heard some stuff about Sophie Lennon uh, on having a hand in her own songs. However, this time the Junior Eurovision participant writes, uh, helps writing the song for her successor. 
I wonder how that will turn out. Yes, um, and Noah Moody and Kemi Q both were also writers on Solas last year. So it's very much it's the same team as last year, plus Sophie Lennon, who was the vocalist last year. Um, so I think that gives a very good indication of what Ireland's entry probably will be like genre-wise. Considering that we don't have a career favourite in this contest, it may very well turn out that Ireland comes out as a strong competitor right from the start. Yes, yeah, so we expect to hear the results of their song um, sometime in the coming week, as this really is the last week for Judy Yorkshire songs to be released alongside Armenia, which is the other song which hasn't been released yet, which we should be hearing very soon. Now for our uh, final story, we have uh, unfortunately some sad news. Yes, so Lasse Berghagen, who represented Sweden in 1975 with Jenny Jenny, he was the host entry in Stockholm. He has sadly died at the age of 78. Our best wishes and condolences go to all she's family and f- and friends. Thank you for listening to this week's Vote for the Music, the Eurovision podcast. Please remember to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and anywhere else you get your podcasts to subscribe to us on YouTube and be ready for our five quick fire reviews starting on Tuesday and following every day for the rest of the week. Until then, thank you and keep remembering to vote for the music. This is Vote for the Music, the Eurovision podcast.